Where'd you find this? What's up, email geeks? We're back with another Feedback Friday with uh, the email fixer herself, Annette. Hi, Matt. How are you? How's it going? Uh, tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Well, I am Annette Fossi. I'm an email designer and developer, formerly front-end designer, formerly pastry chef. And so now I do emails only and only bake sometimes cookies. <laughs> I founded Email Boutique Digital Inc. in May of this year. I have been freelancing for about six years altogether. The last two in total were full-time. And before that, I've worked for multiple companies, tech, startups, and agencies as well. Pretty much every job I left, the company had a hard time replacing me or my filling my position. And at some point, I had no time anymore for holding a full-time position. And that's how I became a freelancer. You have like your hands in a lot of different stuff. Name a little bit some of the brands that you've worked for in the past. Well, let me start from the latest one. I just uh, finished uh, a master template for Tupperware America. I have worked for Hootsuite. I have worked for Cosette, which is a local agency in Vancouver. They did emails for Telus, which is a telecommunication uh, company in Canada. And what else? Brand and Toy is a big office supply company, similar to Stables in the States. So it's going from larger to small, and most of it is uh, worth of mouth. Fantastic. Um, so this is actually a template that you built, this Lululemon one. That was actually a very interesting one because we turned the workflow around for this one because the ask was to create a completely new template, but with a similar look of uh, previous emails. So I basically got all their previous emails out. We put them on the wall and we checked out, made an inventory, basically. What kind of modules we need, which ones we keep, which ones do we no longer need. And then I coded everything with placeholder imagery and placeholder copy, which is actually yoga ipsum, if you take a closer look. <laughs> I like that. Good touch. It was about to how um, can this all render across all the platforms. And I needed to know that the rendering will work with the modules I built before the designer starts designing. So that's what that prototype was for. Also, I could get the stakeholders to focus on the on the layout first before they get distracted with colors and imagery and copy. I really had their eyes on, on the layout and I got pretty quick approval because everyone was looking at the same thing and was focused, which was great. After this was done, um, I was working with the designers together to create basically a design system. And I think they did this in Sketch, yeah. And I actually convinced them not to use Photoshop. I, I want them to move away from Photoshop because if you think about it, Photoshop is a graphic design tool where you create assets for static in a static canvas. Well, the email is not a static canvas or uh, any kind of device where we are looking at emails is not a static canvas. You know, what bothered me a lot was when I heard the word pixel perfect. It's like, mm -hmm. yeah, great. Uh, if you want something pixel perfect, then, you know, turn on your printer and print it out. But it's not an email, so we need some flexibility here and there. And sometimes I have more success with it if I show it on a device. Like, see, it, it won't work. So this is what it looks like with content in it. So you kind of had that um, that layout specifically, and then once the content gets in, uh, the grid, you know, sort of restacks and takes advantage of that grid system to 
to look really good on mobile. Yeah, so there's a couple of things happening. The hero image, as you can see here, is actually, these are two different images. I actually really like that when brands actually sort of optimize a bit more for mobile. It does take a little bit of extra work, but it definitely actually pays off. You can definitely tell a difference between these two. It's, of course, only working on any device that supports media queries because this the mobile version is a background image that is always lying behind the desktop. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. The container that is holding this background image is optimized for mm. the size of the actual image. So on iOS where, or where everywhere else where media queries are supported, the, the desktop image will be hidden. Looking at that original template where there was a little bit more live text why they decided to maybe like lock up these in images. I guess it definitely makes sense to lay it out in a specific way and use some of these brand fonts. They were really focused on brand fonts, of course. And then it also depends on the object itself. I mean, these are leggings, so this is a really vertical image. So yeah. some people might think we could use a background image, but you know, I'm hesitant if it's a hero. If it's, a, if it's a pattern that, you know, we can live without because some Samsung native apps don't support background images. If it's a hero that is really important, I would not like to miss that picture. If it's a background pattern that I could replace with a, with a background color, then okay, that's fine. But that's the reason why I don't use background or don't suggest background um, uh, images on, on a hero. And so, yeah, if the, like in retail or also fashion, we see there's a lot that brand style guides are really important. If this is the number one goal for the client, then I will have to live with that. I would love more text myself. In some emails, we do it, and in others, we, we don't. It does look like this one does sort of mix in some live text when possible, so that definitely looks great. But you're right, I think having this separate mobile layout for mobile and then desktop gives you a lot more control. And, you know, those trade-offs are, you know, on some of those older older clients or things like Android or Samsung, it's a lot harder to know how something might scale 100% of the time. So yeah, I think you're definitely right in this case where the better experience, honestly, is probably maybe just having this laid out on, you know, in an image. So scrolling down, I'm really interested of between these two images, it's a really interesting switch up from desktop to mobile. So, you know, how difficult is some of this stuff? Is it just kind of showing a specific image on desktop and then hiding it and showing this one on mobile then or... It's the same as the hero. Um, the background image is always behind. So the mobile version is the background image in this okay. case. And because I can use a background image on, on mobile because it will only work where media queries are supported. And this is where background image will show. So I'm not concerned about the background image in this case. Basically, the designers, uh, they prepare uh, a mock-up for desktop version and a mock-up for the mobile version. And then we have two images. They are sitting in the same table cell, but sitting on top of each other. So the desktop oh. version is, is, is on a higher level, and right below is the mobile version. I think I've never really seen it done like that. I've always seen sort of hiding an entire like uh, table row or something and then showing one on desktop or mobile, but I like that approach. Yeah, the only thing that you have to watch out for that the uh, the images are optimized because okay. you're you're loading both. Like if you do this with mm -hmm. every picture in an email, then you basically you're asking for a lot of download data, right? So yeah, because yeah, this is almost like two emails in one, a little bit. 
Yeah, so I would be cautious about it. This one really does feel very mobile first, and this one feels really good on desktop. So I know a lot of people are sort of moving towards the mobile first design, but having this desktop, especially with the amount of people I assume they might have, like on a Gmail or something, it definitely makes sense to really focus on this. Uh, this layout. So scrolling down, I really liked this grid system. Each of these are individual uh, images, which I really enjoyed. And uh, this mobile section just looks really great. Can you talk about it, maybe how that sort of stacks or moves around? Yeah, so this is uh, just to switch up a little bit. Um, and maybe, you know, we want to emphasize certain products more than others. So then in this case, I would suggest to use the first image in the first row and the last image in the last row to to put the item in that you know uh, needs more attention so it looks like this is a three column uh the first row is a three column grid but it's actually not it's two columns so the first image the gray leggings is one column and the other two images are in the same cell but you know nested in another table yeah it's a really s smart move yeah the First image will scale up 100% as soon as the media queries, you know, the, as soon as the screen size goes, um, becomes smaller. And the other two images will simply scale and stay the same size. So is that something that a designer might have asked for and then you're trying to find a fix or is this something that you know you can do and then you kind of re relay that to the design team? Or in this case, they had that in, in one version in their older templates, but it didn't work properly. And then I worked on it as long as uh, I got it to work. <laughs> it took me a little bit. <laughs> but uh, in the end, it worked out, and I was very proud of myself that I, I managed that. And then I couldn't stop playing. So I made a whole set of different kind of uh, grid systems. It's like, how could I change this and make this completely different? So I went a little nuts with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a huge library now of the wireless grid systems. Yeah, so I suggested a few different ones because sometimes you have, for example, uh, one of my clients is Artigle right now. It's a really cool furniture uh, company based in Vancouver. And they have really uh, beautiful, you know, the Scandinavian look. Modern. Yeah, we love their emails too. <laughs> yeah, I'm on that too. So um, there's going to be some new emails coming. But the thing they have, they have so many different items on the website, you know, mm -hmm. that have sizes like a chair is can never be the same size as a couch or uh, the same thing i have with grand and tie you know they're selling office supplies like so goes from a razor to a chair so the dynamic dynamic <laughs> dimensions there we go of certain items can vary so much so if you have a grid system that allows you to show items in a different size and uh, still make them look good. You will have to have a little closer eye on it, what item you put in what position, of course. So it's not ideal for if you were just loading your images dynamically. You do need a little bit of, uh, of control over over this. But, um, you know, it could help to to balance the layout out of, of an email that has a lot of different items in it. I think, therefore, this is a really fun thing to do. I really like this solution because I think having that three columns scaled down would be too small on mobile, and then stacking them one on top of each other might make this email too long. So I think this is a really good 
middle ground of letting the grid sort of live and only having to maybe load in one set of images. So that's really nice. And then with this bottom section, I was really like um, surprised just how different they look, but I guess they're totally different images. It's the, it's the same thing, yeah. It's the same thing as the hero. So they did use this, uh, in this email, they used it three times. So we have six. Mm-hmm. It's a bit on the, uh, on the heavy end, but um, it does look really appealing. I really like just how consistent the CTA sizing is, and I feel like a lot of brands scale stuff and then everything kind of looks different sizes and the buttons kind of feel all over the place but overall these ctas feel like a really close to the same sizing um, on both desktop and mobile and when you're moving around all that content and scaling stuff it's, it's nice to see that it's a result of uh, designers and copywriters and developers working very closely together so we had looked at each other's work and understood what uh, everyone's uh, you know priorities were and that is, you come to really good results in the end if, if everybody cares about what limitations are and what possibilities are and what, you know, the priority of the brand is. If you can have that design consistency be a big goal and then it's, it's really, you know, it really pays off, I think, when people actually really spend that extra time to care about stuff like that. And it makes the whole experience feel a lot better. And then when you hit the website and everything looks the same as the email it's just a really good experience throughout. I agree. All right, so uh, the super footer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big, big, I know. It's just that uh, the information were required. So, so the, the menu itself, we wanted to have these items uh, as large as possible, clickable, click-friendly on mobile, because mobile is, I think this is, um, mo- mobile open rates are the highest, uh, higher than desktop here, definitely. And um, so I created these uh, buttons for these four categories. Basically, this section is for anybody that hasn't really found an item inside of the email that they want to buy. So there's extra information, uh, some extra information about shipping and what the return rules are, just a bit more convincing that this is a good brand to shop with. So I believe these button radiuses even work on Outlook because it's a static button. The buttons you see above with the rounded corners, I don't think that works on Outlook because it has padding, so it grows Mm -hmm. with the with the copy in it, because we, um, in this case, the copywriter needed the freedom to make copy that they come up with, and the button should work out for that. But in the uh, in the menu on the footer, uh, it, the words don't change; they stay mm-hmm. so. Therefore, I can create a fixed button size, and I needed that because I'm stacking them again, right? So there's mm-hmm. it. It looks like a four column, but it's not. It's a two column with uh, two separate nested tables in it. That's why they stay nice and flush. It's the same module underneath where the icons are with the app, the store finder and free shipping. This is the the same module basically, only that there's an image in it and a text link and both is clickable, I think. Yeah, so the icons as well as as the the links. Oh, I really like this approach because I feel like in that hero section, you have this little mini navigation, but you really get out of the way really quickly. So um, I think these links are still useful. Having everything kind of that catch-all footer in the bottom is probably the, the best way. Yeah, as you said, definitely a mandatory thing. So I, I still think all these links sort of make sense to me. And I think the only thing I might change is because these are live text, there might be like an opportunity to add some hover effects here or 
use this red in the logo somewhere else in the email. I feel like this really pops and I almost like would want it to be incorporated into like a, one of these potentially. I think that might be fun. That's design decisions though. Usually they saw I run. <laughs> you just, you just set up the template and walk away. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think this, this uh, base is very good and the modules that you've built, you know, provides them a lot of freedom throughout these templates so is there any other changes or are, are you still working with them? Are you wanting to make any other updates? Like how hard is it for you to make new modules and things like that? I have a pretty good frameworks by now with the modules that I have. So um, I always start with a base master, with a base master template that I, I regularly maintain and test. Uh, I think they're pretty happy. They have uh, wrote, they have tested this uh, template for a long time. I was waiting. It's like, when would they finally use it? Uh, and then finally it came in. I was like, oh my God, it is a winner. Because so, <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't have implemented it if it wasn't giving better results than the previous one, right? Yeah. So, that's the moment when I'm most happy that the, actually the template is a winner and provides the numbers that the brand is hoping for. So I'm always happy then. And um, well, I think, you know, usually brands come back to me when some email client changes something and something mm. breaks or or they lose some stuff or stuff changes and they need a new intro because, you know, but we, we have documented everything as well that I tried to help with that as well, that um, making everything scalable, making everything, or thinking of the next employee that comes in and needs an onboarding and needs to know how to code, how to handle the code and how it's done and where it's stored and what to do and what not to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's becoming a workflow for my for me as well because jobs are repeating sometimes, especially when when my uh, when uh, template jobs come in. You're very popular, high demand. So, but usually when when I do templates, I don't see the brand in a very long time. <laughs> maybe yeah, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I think so too. You figure everything out, and they have the tools to go out there and start testing things. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to look at this email. I, I really like this, and I think there's some really um, smart design things that are done with some, some smart coding. Thank you. Thank you for Great. having me. Where can we find you online? Email Boutique still t to be announced. They're coming soon. There's an email form on it, so you can sign up if you wish. Um, <laughs> and other than that, I'm on Slack, Email Geeks, uh, Women of Email, of course, Slack and Facebook. And I'm most of the time online. If I go on vacation, I never go anywhere where there's no internet. You have the best um, out of office email ever too, so. I should get back to this, yeah. Yeah, you need to take more vacations, I think. I don't, I really don't take <laughs> Okay, well, have a fantastic weekend. Thank you, you too, Matt. See ya. If you have any feedback on the series, please leave a comment down below. Hit subscribe to keep up with future episodes. Thank you for giving a listen and letting our sponsors know you love really good emails.